Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. A very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be going through the final Kiko Sports Team of the Week for 2023. We'll also be going through our nominations and our winner for the final Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week and the DT1 Menswear Top Scorer of the Week. We'll also have the results from the Pius' Polo Grounds Prediction League, um, which is over now that the Senior Championship is done and dusted. Paul. Really topical question now coming at you. You ready for it? Hit me. Was the championship saved by the end of it all? Because no. you were very negative halfway through. No, unequivocally no. I thought we it was a mismatch in the senior final. I thought the intermediate final was a poor standard, uh, very defensive, and junior final one-sided as well. So we didn't get one of those memorable, classic, close games played to a high standard, which you get every now and then when in a final when the two best teams come and are primed and, and perform. We didn't get that and that's always uh, the high point of a championship. Look at the senior semi-finals. Kingsford and Rammer was an awful game, full of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gauna and... Crush, that was a good game. That was a really good game. It was, it was a good Yeah, it was a good game. It was played to a high standard. Now, Gauna pulled away but the first half of that was the best half we saw in the whole championship. It was, I thought it was really, really good. Like, you know... 45 has been scored, free has been scored, high field and great, great football in that. Uh, quarterfinals. The G- the Gales and Lara w- was decent in, in, in uh, oh that wasn't, sorry, that was a group game. No, it was, was Rammer Lara. Lara. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, the first day was a very good yeah, game. Killigarry and Garner was a really good game. Yeah, um, yeah, completely so like, good. But I mean, up we, we needed four or five really good games from the quarterfinal stages on. Balanya, Crushlaw wasn't a good game. Yeah. And Kingscourt beat um Kingscourt. Like that was an Gales. awful game too. Yeah. That yeah. was an awful game. So we didn't get that in the senior. In the intermediate semi finals, Dennis Sharkirk was a poor game and it was one sided. Killing Care Bally Hayes again started one sided. Started one sided. Killing Care made a great game of it in the second half, but still I thought it was a good standard, but still it wasn't a classic match. Hmm. We didn't have any very well. Do we have any classic match in the whole championship? In the intermediate, in the whole thing, any mm. any game that you'd remember for years as a great game. I thought Kilgarry and Garner was possibly, from a neutral's point of view, the, the most enjoyable game because we finished the draw, obviously, and it was the result was was in the mix right up until the end, and there was a lot of excitement. Garner pull mm. go five up or whatever it was. Kilgarry scored six points in a row. You know the crowd were really engaged. You weren't seeing that. The thing is, in a one side again, people are leaving early and stuff like that. Yeah. So obviously, it's not that good. But no, the, the championship wasn't said. It was a bad championship and it's a bad structure at the end. <laughs> Definitely not a bad structure, just a bad year. Stick with it. Well, guys. the many Stick bad years us. in a row is that now? Ah, it's not. I don't agree. I don't agree that it's, been, it's been, we've had bad years in a row. I think last year we had a lot of great games. 
like I remember last year thinking it was a, it was a poor championship last year. Kings Court Killigarry quarter final was an unbelievable game. Yeah, of football. that was that was brilliant. Crushalaw Gown in the semi final was a brilliant game of football. Yeah, um, even through the group stages, like I don't know, Lara Lara Gowna was was entertaining, a really good game that stands out in my mind. Um, who did Mullahorn Mullahorn played somebody in a real entertaining game as well? Was it Kingscourt quarter final? No, that was twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Compared to twenty twenty. <laughs> you've dragged me into this debate. Compared to twenty twenty though, like you had some classic games. You had a brilliant game with Lavi and Casarahan in the quarter final as well. You um you had a brilliant drawn final in twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely I think the last couple of years have been have been a dip. That happens, but uh that said I still think we, we have our three strongest we've our strongest ticket of teams going into Ulster that I can remember. Yeah. Uh, which which I was asking you off air. What's the over-under here for wins in Ulster? How many wins are we going to be happy with? Yeah. Okay, we'll start off, how many wins are you going to be unhappy with? If you got two wins? Unhappy. Three? Uh, so every, Just about happy. But that doesn't necessarily mean every team wins a game. No, no. I'm not happy with three wins. I think, I think I, we've I, got to be aiming higher than that with the three teams we have. I've The way I'm looking at it is, and, and we'll get into this in the previews in the next few weeks, but for me... I'll be disappointed if Arva don't win Ulster. Yeah. I will. I'll genuinely be disappointed. I'll be disappointed if Bally Hayes don't beat the Downs, Downings. Yeah. Um, and Gauna won. I'd be delighted if Gauna beat beat Lenties. So I'd, I'd put it that way that... that I'd, actually, yeah, sorry. I'd be disappointed if we don't win four. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Like, And on Gauna, you know, I've, I was, I've been kind of arguing the case with people that I think Gauna... Uh, should be looking to beat Glenties and Gowan are going to be big underdogs in that game because yeah. you look at Casarahan played Glenties and Glenties were only slow, sobering up and yeah. uh, Casarahan were still something like 5-2 to two or maybe 3-1 to one for that game now I do remember that weekend by pure chance I was never in Glenties before in my life but, but by pure chance um, I was heading away up to Anagri up in Donegal that weekend and uh, I drove through Glenties at about 8 o'clock on the Friday evening and there wasn't a sinner about Mm. So the party wasn't going on the Friday, even yeah. though you were kind of led to believe that they were nearly just coming out of the pub and talking out on Sunday morning. It wasn't just as bad as that, but uh, yeah, on that, if you look at Glenties when they came to play Casarahan that time, which was a really disappointing loss for Casarahan, like they they didn't look like a team that was scared of life earlier. Didn't look on a different level or anything. Casarahan's uh, build up wasn't uh, as they would have wanted. They were missing a couple of players. Mm. Um, Mackie was dropped, I think, and they didn't play well. And they were still they were still well in that game. Now, how good were Casarahan back then? Obviously, they had a lot of experience and all. But if you look at Gauna in twenty eighteen, beaten I think by a point in a replay in the in the semi final, and there was so they were very close. Mm. Uh, Crushalow were beaten by a point in the final. I don't think there's anyone in the county that could make a strong argument that and Crushlow were better in 2018. I think they're both both teams have matured a lot more and they're a lot better now. Yeah. So I, I think that tells us that Garna are the strongest representative we've had going into Ulster in a long time. So um, they were disappointed last year to, to, to be beaten in a shootout. But I think Garna, you know, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a big clash of styles as well. I think, I think home advantage is a big advantage for Garna. I think if the weather plays its part and it stays relatively dry, 
big advantage for Gownu because that pitch in Brewster Park did not suit them. So I think that it's a brilliant opportunity. And if a Gauna team as young as we've been harping on about can win a notice the championship game, get one under a belt, you know, at such a young age, then it's it's a big, big step in the right direction um yeah. for them. So I think it's it's a huge opportunity. Um I must take out the stats uh, again when it comes to previewing this game because I remember doing it before, but I'll have to do it again because I don't know what, what I did with them. But uh, maybe Eddie picked them up. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you actually look at the amount of times that Calvin clubs have been beaten by a point uh, or beaten in extra time or whatever in the Ulster club in the senior, it's huge. Ah, oh, Jesus, unbelievable. Yeah. Like Garner generally got beaten by a point back mm. in the day. Now they won some games by a point as well, but people think that Calvin's. Cavan's senior champions are miles off the pace and so on really and truly in terms of first round first round defeats it's very rare that a Cavan team has got hammered in the first round very rare and but what uh, sort of lingers in people's memories is King scored in 2015 yeah like that was a that mismatch was yeah. Ergil Kieran and Mullahorn was a mismatch yeah and then Balignan losing to, to Rosley was a, was a bad one they were beaten by 7 or 8 points yeah other than that though Generally, the Cavan teams have been very competitive. Now they haven't won games. So I'm not going to try and say that that they're they're the best in Ulster or anything like that. But I think a lot of that's sort of a psychological they're, thing. So they're within touching distance. I think they are. So like yeah. maybe Garner just don't have as much ground to make up as you might as you know you might think uh, at first glance. But on closer inspection, it might not take that much to nudge, to nudge the, for the Cavan champions to nudge themselves over the line in some of these games. Yeah, well, but it's it, the last time a Cavan team. In the senior Ulster club, beat a team from anywhere other than from Anna and Antrim. I'm pretty sure it was 2009 when the Gales went up, or 2008 when the Gales went up to Belfast and beat um, St. Gauls, which was a great win at the time. I can't. I, was so the, the last time a Cavan team beat anybody other than from Anna and Antrim. Oh, sorry, so I'm not saying Antrim, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so t- take out from. Actually, yes, you can't count you 2008. Can't, but yeah. to be fair, uh, Antrim are seen as a bit of a soft touch now, but the weren't back then. Were class. They were brilliant. Yeah, but so take okay. So go further back than that again. I can't remember. I started in the Celt in two thousand and eight, so I just can't remember. And it wasn't covering those games before that. Um, yeah, it's a long time. We'll have to dig time. it out. You could be looking at twenty years here. Like I'd say, maybe the Gales in in oh four oh five. Like you think about oh six. Uh, Mullahorn lost the cross, was it? Yeah. Think so. Mulhorn definitely lost one of their championship wins to Cross. It, they lost them in the replay in '98 again. Yeah, a, class, a classic result. Like I think the, I think they drew with them up there. Yeah, I think you're Paul right. Brady scored a great goal at the, and then you know there were several times where like Balahi, I think it was in '95, beat Garner by a point. In '97, sorry, '95 beat Baileybur. Or sorry, Baileybur beat by Mullabon in '95, which was a, an absolute robbery. Yeah, yeah, like the following year, Balahi. The following year, Garner beat Lissenski by a point, and then lost to Balahi by a point. Um, you know, it was it was like that. People, a lot of people don't know that in '97, Garner played the Ulster Club before the county final. That's right. Um, yeah. So I'll try and actually dig that dig that one up while we're talking. But okay, um, we'll get on, folks, to the Kiko Sports Team of the Week. It's the final team of the week, week eleven here on We Are Cavins Kiko Sports. And don't forget, if you're looking for exceptional team or leisure wear for your sports club, society, or business, then look no further than Kiko Sports with a wide range of customizable apparel to keep your players, members, or employees looking sharp. Kiko Sports has you covered. For more. 
details, please contact info at kikosports.ie. That's C-I-C-O sports.ie. Or visit the website kikosports.ie. Um, obviously, with just a couple of games to pick from, the nominations are way, way down. But uh, we still managed to put 15 players together for the Kiko Sports Team of the Week. And the nominations in goals were... I'm going to get this completely wrong. Butcher the poor um, Calvin uh, Gill's minor goalkeeper. Damien, I'm going to do it for you. Go for it. I think his name is Emiliano Venatelli. Oh, it's such a lovely Italian sounding name, isn't it? Emiliano is. Venatelli. Absolutely beautiful. And a good performance by Emiliano. Um, Senan Briardy from Mullahorn, a bit easier. And Ronan Bannon from Gauna. Um, Paul, we couldn't really go past the, the, the man, could we? No, we've gone for Ronan Bannon. I think he's 43, Ronan, or maybe 44 even. 43, I think you're right. Yeah, and he's after winning his second senior championship medal in succession. And I don't know how many he had back in the day. He would have had one at least yeah, definitely. 20 years ago on that previous, the tail end of that previous guy on the team. I thought he, he never put a foot wrong in the game. He's after yeah. being really solid and deserving goalkeeper on team of the week. I was being put under pressure early doors by the Kings Court kickout, but didn't phase him, didn't wobble, just continued to go through his process. And I think... I. He probably goes under the category of the most improved player over the last five, six years. Like he's he's, he's turned into a really quality goalkeeper. So yeah, credit absolutely. to him. Um, okay, full back line. Uh, we have five nominations in here: um, Cormac Brady and Owen Harton from Gauna, Connor Doyle from Cavan Gales, Ushin Maguire from Mullahorn Miners, and Tiernan Flood from Mullahorn Miners. The three we went for on this occasion, Paul. The three we went for were Cormac Brady from Gauna, who. Did a man-marking job on, on uh, Jordy Morris and had a very good game. Connor Doyle from Cavan Gales really caught the eye. Commanding performance of full-back in the minor final. And Owen Harton, outside of the boot, marauding cornerback, came up for two points for Garnett and again had an excellent game. Yeah, really outstanding. So congratulations to the three lads. They make up the full-back line on the Kiko Sports Team of the Week for the final week. In the half-back line, the nominations were Fionn and Brady from Gauna, Tiernan Madden and Ryan Brady from Gauna, and Oren Cunningham from the Kings Court Stars. Only four nominations. The three we picked were? Well, it'd be no surprise that Tiernan Madden is in, although people might be surprised by the position, but positions are so fluid, we, we kind of went by the programme yeah. because it was difficult. Tiernan Madden had a magnificent game. We went for Ryan Brady at six. Uh Again, he went in for the throw-in, I think, at the start of the second half. Yeah. He wasn't in for the throw-in at the start of the first half. He was in, in the general area, loitering with intent. Uh, Ryan gets it at six. And Oren Cunningham, who I thought did a good man-marking job on Keane Madden and has had an excellent season for Kingscourt. Oren gets in, and that could be his third, third time on the team of the week. Yeah, he's had a really good season, the youngster from, from Kingscourt. I think he's one of a twin. Is he Is he twins? Or no, is he's he good, no, he's very brother, close in age. His brother Rushing's on the panel as well. They're not okay. twins. Very, very close in age, but um, yeah, look, well done to the to the three lads. Um, in the middle of the field, we had three nominations. Ben Tully from Cavan Gales, Ryan Donoghue from Gauna, and Tyg Shields from Mullahorn. And the two we went for, Paul? The two we went for were Ben Tully, uh, who played a really great game for Cavan Gales in the middle of the field, county minor, very talented player. I think maybe he'll be a forward as yeah. his career goes on. He's playing yeah. midfield for the Gales. You could see him developing into a forward maybe very, very intelligent player. on the ball good use of the the boot you know he's he's got a lot going for him yeah very impressed with him and we went partnering him we went for Ryan Donoghue the youngster <laughs> the youngster yeah. I mean he is the youngster like, there's, probably, there's probably like three or four years between Ben Tully and Ryan Donoghue it's nuts it is nuts 
Uh, but Ryan Donahue. He didn't repeat the heroics of his semi-final performance. We still had a very good game. Yeah. He's had a really good season overall, I thought, Ryan Donoghue. Like, we've seen last year when he hit his heights, how good he could be, but maybe not all was hitting his heights. I thought he, he was really consistent this year. Like, there was there was never... I think last year we were debating, you know, where's his best position and is he being played in midfield because there's so many forwards? He is a midfielder and he, yeah. he, he was a dominant midfielder this year for Gauna. Yeah, just, just to give you a stat, just to interrupt you because I did find find good man. results. Uh, as far as I can see, the last time a Cavan club in the senior Ulster club beat a team from outside of Antrim or from Anna was when the Gales in two thousand seven beat St Unions. Uh, <coughs> That's right. The Gales also beat uh, Latin the year before or in two thousand five, uh, or beaten by two points by Balahi in the semi final. Okay, so two thousand seven is the last time. Yeah. Not too bad. Okay, into the half-forward line. Four nominations were Joshua Shehu from Cavan Gales, Keen Lynch, who came on as a sub for the Mullerhorn Miners, Connor Casey from Gauna, and Shawnee Harton from Gauna. The three we picked were? We went for Joshua Shehu at 10. Hit a great game, man of the match in a minor final. I must look through the record books in George Cartwright's book to, to see the list of men of the match in the minor yeah. final, because I'd say it's a who's who of, of great players. Um and he's joined that group now, and he's underage again next year. Connor Casey on the forty, uh, really good game again for Connor Casey and Shawnee Harton as well, who's probably the find of the season. But he was he was on the Garner team last year, but he's really stepped it up this year. Young, yeah, young lad and a really good player. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he I thought he had a very good kind of workman like performance, but sprinkled in with it with no short measure of uh, of skill on top of it. So growing into it and, and, and bringing down the average age of the team as well Shani so really really well done to the three lads um, ok nominations in the full forward line um, Finn Crow from Cavan Gales Joshua Dunn from Cavan Gales Oshin Pearson and Connor Madden and Dara McConnell from uh, Gauna um, Joe Dillon from Cavan Gales and then Jacob I'm after losing it Kaz Jaskovic 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 um, so Jacob Jaskovic from Cavan Gales scoring three points in that minor final in their win so uh, the three we went for here we went for Conor Madden he's he's a bit like Michael Murphy sponsoring the senior championship and, and lifting the cup uh, <laughs> in Donegal Conor Madden obviously of Kiko Sports um, fully deserving to be on the team of the week uh, very good game mm. uh, and he got a goal in the semi-final as well so he finished the championship very well uh, Oshin Pearson at 13 so Conor Madden's at 14, Oshin Pearson at 13, got a bad throw of a goal in the first half of, of the final. And we went for Joe Dillon, the second Kingsford man on the team. We went for Joe, he scored three points. Um, one was a free and two from play, and his two scores from play were really well taken. Yeah, they were. They definitely were. I thought, in fairness, Conor Madden, and again, were probably stretching the, 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 the positions out a wee bit. He wore 14, but I thought he played a lot of football out around the middle of the field and linked play really well. Oshin Pearson when the opportunity came, I still don't know how he got the ball from his boot to the to the back of the net at the angle he was coming in at. It was a phenomenal finish. Like there was, you know, postage stamp area was was all he could aim for. It was that small, I suppose, but really, really good finish. And and Joe Dillon, just I thought that was probably his best performance of the championship. I thought for Joe, you know, particularly when the the tide was going against him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I thought he had a, he had a great game, and like he was kind of finished up last year. He had, he had made up his mind to to retire. He had a lot of injuries, and he was coaxed back, or he landed back anyway towards the end of the, of the league, and and you know that 
it's had to take him to a county final. Didn't get a medal, but mm. uh, you know he might he might keep at it. I know he's he's just studying in Liverpool at the minute, so he'd be tied up for a while. But you might see Joe again with the with the star on his chest next year. You wouldn't know. God knows you wouldn't know. So, uh, congratulations to all who made the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, the final one of the year. Just to recap, it's Ronan Bannon from Gauna in goals, a full-back line of Cormac Brady from Gauna at full-back, Connor Doyle from Cavan Gales, and wearing the number four jersey is Owen Harton from Gauna also. In the full, sorry, in the half-forward line, half-back line, we'll go back to it, uh, Oren Cunningham from Kingscourt Stars wears five, Ryan Brady wears six and Tiernan Madden who are both from Gauna wears the number seven jersey in the middle of the field Ben Tully from Cavan Gales Miners wears eight partnered by Ryan Dunhu uh, from Gauna half forward line then number ten is Joshua Shehu from Cavan Gales eleven is Connor Casey from Gauna and twelve is Shawnee Harton from Gauna in the full forward line then on the Kiko Sports team of the week for week eleven it's Oshin Pearson from Gauna at thirteen Connor Madden from Gauna at 14 and Joe Dillon from Kingscourt Stars at 15 so congratulations folks don't forget we will have our Kiko Sports All-Stars Award they're going to take place on November 18th out in Pius's Polo Grounds in Kinnalek so if you want to nominate somebody for that get in contact with us on the uh, We Are Cavan Twitter, Instagram or Facebook or you can email us at wearecavan at gmail.com we will be nominating three people for every position um and then on the night, we'll be revealing our Kiko Sports All-Stars for 2023, which will each member will receive, uh, 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 what am I thinking of, specially designed, something like that? Yeah, specially designed Kiko Sport commemorative jersey. Exactly, it's commemorative is the word I was looking at. It's commemorative jersey, one-off, it'll never be worn or given again. So there are only 15 of these jerseys going out, so uh, it's, a, it's much sought after after I'm sure so let us know who you want to uh, be nominated for that and don't forget we will be putting up uh, a link to um, to join us on the night so it's open for everybody to come and join us on November 18th in Pius's Polo Grounds in Kilnalek for that awards night so Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Do you know what? When we're on Piuses, we'll stay on Piuses. Because, sure, we, we might as well go back to the Prediction League. Can I ask you, you're in Ed O'Hanlon's boots last week. Yeah. You have a three-point advantage over the, the person next to you, who was Michael Dunn, and you have a seven-point advantage over the third place, Gary Waters. There's, I think it was eight points up for grab with a draw, three points up for grab for a Kingscourt win, or maybe it was four, and one point up for grabs with... Uh, a gown a win. What do you do if you're Ed O'Hanlon? Well, I know what he did. <laughs> I mightn't have thought, so I'm kind of biased. Yeah. I mightn't have thought of it. Uh, but I think going for the draw was the right course of action. That's what Ed did, right? Ed went for the draw. When you think about it, if, if he had gone for Kingscourt 
and it ended up a draw and someone else had the draw. Uh, he wins. He wins? No, it's not level. No, if he had gone for Kings Court and it ended up a draw. Sorry, he'd have got four, which would have put him ahead of... Put him seven clear. Seven clear, and but Michael Dunn would have won. Yeah, he would have won. Okay. so You're right. So And if he'd have gone for Garner and it was Kings Court or a draw... And someone could, Michael Dunn got that right. Ed was done for. True. So Garner wasn't an option for him. No, Garner wasn't an option. Uh, that he was safe with Garner because he, he had the three point cushion, and a, yeah. Garner couldn't. A Garner win was only worth one point to anyone. Was it one? Yeah. 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 So the draw was the one to go for. It was. It was tactically the smart thing actually to do it or Kingscourt because if if he went for the draw and Kingscourt won and Michael Dunn had gone for King's Court, then Michael Dunn wins. But you see, he, he, he probably second-guessed the opposition and said... We're second-guessing his second-guessing. Yeah, guessing. we're on to a fifth-guess. <laughs> but he probably thought, yeah. they're they're going to go for the draw because it's their one shot at overhauling them. Yeah. That it, that unless he went for a draw, uh, he was going to be beaten if it was a draw, and, and Michael Dunn predicted the, the, the draw. So he went for the draw, which... The, Basically just cancel out everyone else who went for the draw. Who went for the draw. That was the thing. Michael Dunn went for the draw. Gary Waters went for the draw. So it meant that at the end of it all, it remained as it was at the top of the table with Ed O'Hanlon picking up the um, trip to Old Trafford to watch Man United against Tottenham Hotel and Flights Voucher. So um, congratulations to Ed. We'll do the presentation on uh, for that on the night in uh on the November 18th night in Pius's Polo Grounds. So we'll see Ed. He'll probably bring the minor cup out for good measure. <laughs> I'm sure. What a weekend for him. Winning minor as a as a manager. And uh, I'm picking up a, a nice little trip away for his for his time and effort. Yeah, and, and uh, some of the Garner boys, I'm sure, are going to be on the Kiko All-Star. So they're going to have to go into Crush Law territory for that night, Damien. Uh, yeah, might need, might need to employ a few security guards. <laughs> I think that's long gone. Yeah, I is. think the peace talks have, have sorted <laughs> out there. So the, the Piastas Polo Grounds Prediction League finished off with Ed O'Hanlon on top with 59 points. In second place, picking up the year's free subscription to the diehard services, Michael Dunn, he finished on 56 points. Third place, picking up the um, We Are Cavan jacket is Gary Waters. He was on 52 points. And then in fourth place, picking up the We Are Cavan bobble hat um, is... Kira Brady, who finished with 49 points. After that, we're not going to talk because if we went down three more places, Mickey Brennan topped it and beat the rest of us so-called experts and pundits. And if we went down three places below, two places below that again, Peter Donoghue was there. So that's just dangerous. We don't <laughs> want to go down that territory. Um, but um, no, congratulations to all and, and, and thanks to everybody for entering. It was a great bit of crack throughout the championship and we'll definitely be running that again next year. Thanks to Pius's Polo Grounds in Kinelec for sponsoring um, that competition. It was a great bit of fun and next year um, Paul's going to donate a Ferrari for it. <laughs> Should be great crack. Okay, on to the Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week. Again, it's our final Player of the Week. Don't forget if you're looking for your bed, your banquet, your swim and your gym, call the Cavan Crystal Hotel on 049 43 or visit 
calvincrystalhotel.com you can also check them out on their social media channels uh, Michael Hanley delighted man after the weekend his son Bobby was at centre back for Calvin Gale so he was smiling ear to ear when I was in with them this week but um, uh, thanks to Michael and to all the staff in there in Calvin Crystal for sponsoring the player of the week throughout the Calvin Club Championships the nominations we went for this week were two from Gauna um, Tiernan Madden and Ryan Brady and two from Cavan Gales, Connor Doyle, the fullback, and Joshua Shehu at centre half forward who picked up the player of the match. But the winner we went for was Ryan Brady. There's debate over him getting man of the match for some people and for I can others. understand it. it. Completely. It 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 wasn't by a country mile the best performance because Tiernan Madden was so, 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 so good. But he was the best performance, and it was an unbelievable performance by yeah, him. Like, he was, you know, he was absolutely to have two brilliant. players to play to that level. Yeah, oh, that's it completely. He was, he was brilliant, and that's one thing that Garner have that a different player seems to be able to stand up in every mm. game. Like it was Ryan Donahue in the semi final. It was Keen Madden in other games. It was Connor Madden in games. The, the different lad is, seems to be able to step up and, and sort of go to a different level with his own individual performance in every game, which is which is a really dangerous trade for the opposition. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations to Ryan Brady. Today is Friday, so um, I don't know if I'm going to get him on the phone um, on Friday after the county final. From what I've seen on Joe, he, 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 he might be still otherwise occupied, but we'll try and give him a call and see if he's around to pick up that voucher over the weekend. But congratulations to Ryan Brady. Absolutely well-deserved on that. And the other three guys, really good performances by all. Um, okay, on then to the DT1 menswear top scorer of the week. Um, it's a bit too late to be looking for your championship look, so look for your Christmas look now on DT1s. Don't forget to go into Dave and Lee and all the lads in there in DT1, or check out their Facebook and Instagram accounts where they've got the weekly video up with the tasty treats, um, which are always entertaining, but loads of great winter wear in there on DT1s. Uh, top scorer of the week goes to, no surprise here, Tiernan Madden with 2-4. Absolutely huge in the county final to hit two four. I can't believe you didn't give him player of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, some going though, I, and I think in fairness, Ryan Brady was involved in both of his goals, and Tiernan Madden was involved in Ryan Brady's goal. So That's the right. pair of boys complemented each other brilliantly. I think for Tiernan Madden, the goal where Park Faulkner and James Farley were both diving full length, he's going to his left foot, and he just like smelt them coming I don't even think he's seen them he just knew that they were going to dive and pulled it back with like what looked like the simplest of steps but very very difficult to be aware of when to do it and get the timing right on it and then just tap it into the goals with his right foot I'd say that's the first goal he's ever scored with his right foot well, he took a while, although he, he was fairly close in at that stage, but yeah, he had a brilliant game. He had a brilliant, brilliant game. And a brilliant tally. Two goals and four, ten points in a county final. It's a hell of an achievement, so well done to uh, to Tiernan Madden. Um, one last order of business. So, again, folks, thanks to all our sponsors throughout the club championships there. Romar Energy for bringing you the live commentaries on all of the games that we covered here on We Are Cavan. DT1 Menswear for covering the top scorer of the week Cavan Crystal Hotel for covering our player of the week each week and of course Kiko Sports who cover the team of the week and the Kiko Sports All-Stars as well so please do support all of those uh, businesses when you get the opportunity all Cavan based businesses, Cavan owners as well as Pius's Polo Grounds in Kilnalek if you're going through um, 
Porrick Faulkner picks up the Talchin um, All-Stars or, or team a position on the team of the year. Congratulations to Porrick. That's a, I suppose, a, a nice little consolation on a week where he'll be disappointed. So great to have a, a, another All-Star from the Talchin Cup uh, in year two. Is year two, isn't it? Yeah. This is, yeah, year two, yeah. Um, yeah, congratulations to Porrick. Two Kingscourt men. Obviously, because Jordan Morris picked one up as well, um, so congratulations! Yeah, great, great achievement, and he's the first man to to pick up a, an All Star and then a Talshin All Star. So, um, mm. a nice little bit of history for him. So, huge, yeah. huge congratulations to the two Kingsford lads. Yeah, well done to to both boys, and congratulations! They'll be looking forward to. Um, I'd say maybe not playing in the Talshin Cup next year is probably both their aims, both Jordan and. Porrick Faulkner so but well well done to to Porrick delighted for you for picking up that award uh, don't forget folks to check out the Die Hard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan where we look back over the county final from last weekend Gowna's win over Kingscourt Stars we also look back over the three division three division two and division one minor finals um, and heard from Ed O'Hanlon the Cavan Gales minor manager as well as heard from the Gowna manager Fintan Riley and we heard from the county captain Ryan McGahern and um, had lots of discussion around that county final. So, uh, all over on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. Folks, have a great weekend. Paul, enjoy the weekend off. First in a very long time. Yeah, well, uh, there's basketball tonight in the show centre in Virginia. I wanted to mention that. That's right. Uh, it's at 8 o'clock and it's the first time that that this team has played uh, a nighttime game. They usually play on after week, weekend afternoons. So, there's going to be a big crowd there at the show centre Virginia tonight. It's the McAvoy's Cavan Eagles. They're taking on, I think they're, it's the Phoenix Thunder, I think is the name of the team. Okay. Um, I think they're from Dublin. So that's going to be a big occasion in Virginia tonight. So anyone and anyone who's in the area, call in. I think it's only like six euro entry. And it is a great occasion. It, it is a great occasion. They actually make a really good event of it. I've covered a lot of these games last year, the home games in particular, and it is a very good evening. So head on up to the show centre there in Virginia to get behind the, the McAvoy's Eagles, or McAvoy's Cavan Eagles. Yeah. Of course, um, sponsored by Porrick and Laura McAvoy from Super Value in Virginia as well, who also yeah. sponsor this podcast. So again, McAvoy's, only four of them, I don't know what would happen with local <laughs> sport, because yeah. they sponsor an intermediate championship as well, and... Uh, they're sponsoring Rammer and they're sponsoring the, the basketball club and yeah. they're sponsoring the podcast here so we can talk about it yeah absolutely brilliant great great supporters of local sport here in Cavan so best of luck to the girls tonight and uh, hopefully they can pick up a win okay that's all we've time for folks um, hope you have a great weekend yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in Cavan they say yeah was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe and it's over the lap and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh yes! And over the bar, Finton Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah!